time to party. Let's party. Everybody get ready to party. The Red Sox are scoring runs. The That's electronic what disco. Disco man. Yeah. Crank D- this. D- Want to hear more? <laughs> that's what that that's like a they, serious they german play, techno music they right play there. that every time the red sox score runs oh like. they did i yeah. didn't even realize that <laughs> why why i don't know but it gets the crowd going i mean so. yeah it's a it's, it's a total fist bumper that's what that is it is yeah that's that's it's, pretty funny it's probably why they do that <laughs> that's why i got it Nice. Well, uh, we are not talking about the Red Sox. We are not. I just like the song. We are, however, in our third hour. I just want to tease in the next segment. We've got five questions with a surprise buzzer that is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, So stick around for that. Nice combo little buzzer. Yep. Yep. And uh, for this segment, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the NFL Hall of Fame inductees that are going to be going in tonight into the hall, and they should be making some uh, inductee speeches tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Mark, I believe you have the list in front of you. We can talk about some of the players that are going in. Exactly. So there's seven, uh, you know, there's six players and one owner. So Morton Anderson, he was a kicker for the Saints, Falcons, Giants, Chiefs, mm. Vikings. Well, that's a wow, that's a lot I can't teams. wait to hear what he has to say. Oh, yeah. right. He's going to say I kicked well. I, uh, I'll, I used to... I used I'll, to Line up behind the football, <laughs> and you see I would swing my leg right through the football over and over again in the same repetitive motion, and that's pretty much how I got here. And, and I didn't I'll have run to kick the list. I didn't have to kick the extra point from twenty-five yards. It was a gimme. Hopefully, he's not the last guy to talk tonight. No, no, no. I hope he's first. I'll yeah. He'll, I kick the he'll ball. It, be it, like... it goes through the the uprights, and uh, then three points go up, mm-hmm. and. Uh, that's pretty and much. Sometimes when uh, when my team would score a touchdown, I'd go out and kick an extra point from like two yards out. But it was only ever three points at a time or one point at a time for mm-hmm. me. <laughs> you know, those were the days. <laughs> those were the days. Oh, let me tell you. Sometimes right. I get so to meet the backup quarterback. Who I've got the ball. I've got some good. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna... so I got some good foot stories for you. <laughs> let me tell you. Oh, one time I had this terrible hangnail, and it, it, you know, I had to still kick that forty-yard <laughs> field goal. You know, we, I, we couldn't clip. The, we couldn't clip the hangnail. It was, no. it was tough. It, w- it wouldn't get off. Ridiculous. You know, I used to play soccer in uh, in Europe, and that's when I got recruited. Right, one time right. I got terrible athlete's foot. I've got, I've got a terrific story about foot fungus for you. Something about like bunions. Plantar fasciitis. <laughs> the plantar fasciitis and the foot fungus all came at once for me, and it was just a harrowing experience. You wouldn't believe. I had to kick a 48-yard field goal with all that, and it was raining and snowing at the same time. You know, there's a lot to kicking a football. All right, in all seriousness. Really is. In all seriousness. <laughs> I'm going to run down the, the list. The foot goes back. It goes we'll forward. Talk, then we'll talk about ball the ball goes in the air. <laughs> Then sometimes I missed it, and uh, everyone was disappointed. Once in a while it misses. <laughs> Once in a while it goes through. But I did it enough. All right, we got six to more. Be here tonight. <laughs> we got six more people that will be Excellent. getting inducted. <laughs> Excellent. I'm gonna run through the list. Do not comment. All right, Terrell Davis, Kenny Easley, Jerry Jones, Jason Taylor, Ladainian Tomlinson. And Kurt Warner. Terrell okay. Owens should well, be that, there, too. That list did get better. It did get better. <laughs> it got a little better. Uh, LT, to me, is probably the most scintillating one. Kurt Warner? Kurt, Kurt Warner will, will probably be last. I'm a swore. Kurt Warner, like, come on. Like, really? F. Kurt Warner. Oh, I, almost. Almost. <laughs> I was close, but uh, stopped myself. But, okay. I mean... But he had the one Super Bowl championship, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, did Tomlinson ever That was against the Steelers? LT? No. No, no, he never won. Kurt, ah. uh, Kurt Warner was good, but a little overrated Kurt. in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I agree. Still probably deserves to be there, though. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I think T.O. He was in the league for a long time. Terrell Owens deserves it. Yeah. Uh, he he, he should have been on this year. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, oh, he wasn't on the list? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, he yeah that's the guy I, I expect to make it. I eventually. think it's because of the antics. Yeah. But Could be. That shouldn't keep, uh, that shouldn't no, keep the guy. No, but shouldn't. Besides the greatest show on turf. I also think Kurt Warner, Larry Fitzgerald, and Anquan Bolden when we're, they were with the Cardinals and right. they went to the Super Bowl against the Pittsburgh Steelers. That was a memorable te- offense for yeah, me because they were dominant. Yeah, they, they got it done. Beast that year. That was um, a good offense. The Cardinals do like their old timey quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. They uh, they like guys who could get hurt at any given moment. Yeah, yeah. Matt Light, uh, Carson Palmer, Carson Palmer, Matt Leinart, all those guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
But um, uh, Jerry Jones is a fascinating one to me on say, that list. You yeah. know, he's an owner. But does he really deserve to be in there? I, I mean, he did win Super Bowls with the Dallas Cowboys in the nineties, right? A long time ago. But that's it. You're making the money sign over there, the Mark. And that's, isn't he also like the head of like NFL like punishment now? Like no, one, one of them. No. I have no that's idea. Goodell. But his well, I know. But he gets. He I think he gets a say in it, and he said something about like saying Ezekiel some of the rules. Elliott. Yeah, he 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 said Ezekiel Elliott's not going to get suspended. Uh, yeah, that's not up to him. Yeah, it's not up to Jerry Jones. He has a he's lot the of, owner of the Cowboys. A, I know, but he has a lot look, of say. He, he has a lot of sway, I would say. Yeah. Okay, is what Jerry Jones has, which is exactly say. why he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, exactly. Okay, because the. This is a little nod from the NFL to Jerry Jones saying, look, you, you know, you're our most lucrative NFL franchise. Uh, we want to keep you on our good side here because the Dallas Cowboys most are America's team. Most valuable franchise in sports history. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, this is a, a wink nod to Jerry Jones, even though he hasn't been uh, a model citizen in society, and he has not ever really considered the makeup or character of the players that he lets on right. to his squad, Greg Hardy. Uh, Zeke Elliott is one of those guys who is a ticking time bomb right now. Well, so hey, There's so many things. I think should be suspended for most of the year because he has the... Most of the year. It, well, he has the domestic abuse. Yeah, which, which again is an outside of the NFL purview sort of uh, situation, but they can suspend him right. if they feel it's necessary. And they probably will. Well, there's but that. It's, it's very difficult when a, when a court case is there's let the go bar to punish someone for there's, a court case that was he wasn't found guilty of anything yeah, there's the bar incident there's the speeding he went 120 i think he got yep. a, a, a lot of red flags yeah. a lot of red flags and when it comes to the domestic violence stuff we've talked about it before with greg hardy there and other be players that have been involved it's not it's not even that it's just that these court cases get thrown out and right. it's because these guys have a ton of money yeah we've been over that problem with the nfl before when you have a ton of money you can sort of act a fool, and you can be a, a legitimately a terrible human being, oh, you got and make it all go away because you can money. you can pay uh, you can pay someone enough money to have the case not go to trial. Right, exactly. I, I think that's the leverage there. A lot of people talk about because you know because of the name and because he's a you know an NFL player. No, it's because he has money. Right. Don't get it twisted in in that regard. Um. He is amongst the top five richest um, owners in the NFL, according to Forbes.com. Oh, who's number one? Yeah, I would think he's number the Number one is Paul Allen with the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, really? Yeah. That's surprising to that me. That is surprising. Jerry yeah. Jones strikes me as the guy. Where's uh, the, is the would, Giants who guy? Would, who would be net? Do, do me a favor two. and just look up net worth instead of. I have of, uh, net worth. Inst- oh, okay. Yeah. Net, yeah I figured so, it would be Jerry Jones followed by Robert Kraft, honestly. No, the net worth. Is Paul Allen seventeen point eight billion dollars? Wow! Uh, Holy crap! And then it's Stan Kronick for the L.A. Rams. What? Seven point six. Okay. No, I actually had heard that before. That's crazy. Uh, that which was surprising to me at the time. Then what? Stephen Ross is at six point seven, owner of the Dolphins. Dolphins. Oh. Okay. And then Shad Khan for the Jaguars, five point six. Really? Wow. And then well, Jer- Jerry Jones, five billion, and then Robert Kraft, four point eight. Yeah. Yeah. Where's those the, are, gi- those are the, the Giants? Two that I, I figured would be one two would be on that list. Mm-mm. I don't know, but Jerry Jones, for what it's worth, like uh, I mean, fine, put him in the hall, whatever. He's been a part of the league for a long time. He did. Have Super Bowls in the '90s with the Cowboys, but mm-hmm. I mean, geez, the the guy has not uh, been a model citizen in that culture. He hasn't brought in players that you know exhibit good character, and that's something that all teams are guilty of. But Jerry Jones himself, you, you know, the Tony whole, Romo the whole stripper bus situation that Jerry Jones yeah. had going <laughs> on for him. You don't think Tony Romo was a good um, character? I mean, not saying in particular every player okay. that he's ever had on a roster. Not everyone is a bad guy in this league, but he certainly hasn't shied away right. from characters and that have come through this league. That yeah, Greg Hardy's just the perfect case for this. You right. know, it just no Throws. remorse yeah. whatsoever for who you're bringing onto your squad. Yeah, Greg, been a Greg part. Hardy with his particular yeah. incident in which we went over. Uh, a few times here on this show was the incident in which he dragged his girlfriend by the hair and down threw her on down a bed of guns. Uh, he threw her onto a bed of rifles <laughs> and it's it's just like it's staggering to me to yeah. to see that players like that still get jobs 
Uh, and you got Colin Kaepernick still out of a job uh, for his political views. Uh, sometimes the well, league just has might, crap ass It might backwards. also be because I think it, the last game he went like 8-16 uh, of 16 for like 50 yards and threw like five interceptions. Right, which, so. uh, again, Brian, talent makes all the difference in the world to these owners. Yeah. If you're talented he, he has some and talent. you bring baggage, He'll probably go they'll the let Dolphins. you play. But if you're not talented enough, you know, if it's not worth the dis- the distraction, mm-hmm. you're not going to get a job. See, I, I think it's more of a distraction. I don't think those n- numbers really do matter. I mean, you know, most certainly he, has play- he hasn't played in a, a good while, you know, especially to his standards mm-hmm. when, he, when he used to run that offense with San Francisco. Um, but I, I, want, I definitely want to get to a guy that kind of struck my interest, yep. of course, is Jason Taylor. Yeah. Jason he deserves d- it too. He he he, do- he does. I mean, he was a part of the the Dolphins for a good while. He started his career with them in 1997 with Jimmy Johnson, um, and you know it's been memorable for me just because you know I was a Jason Taylor fan right away. I was six years old with him. Um, I used to you know rock the number 99 anytime he used to watch the Dolphins. Um, so you know that that has a place in my heart. That's why I think I will watch him um, get inducted and. You know, he's a true consummate professional. Anytime you think about him, you know, he went about doing it the right way. He wasn't about the money. Right. Um, and anytime a guy goes out there and performs, and it's not about the fame. It's not about, you know, it's all about going out there and doing your job. Right. That's the tip of the cap for me. Right. So, and that, that will be, you know, like, like Brady, for instance. Like, Brady's not all about the fame. It comes with it because people, you know, put him in that. Mm-hmm. But the way you go about doing your business and the way you take your job that seriously, yeah, that that's a professional in my <laughs> eyes. It's funny that you bring up Brady because when you mentioned Jason Taylor, I just I can't help but think being from New England, boy, he would have been a perfect Patriot. Yeah, he would. You know, he'd be one of those guys that would have fit right in, right, to the whole it just do your job yep. system. And uh, uh, yeah, he was amazing for a long time too. He was really good. Yeah, he played league. for the Redskins. He plays for the at a position that's Jets. tough to be good at for a long time. Defensive end, yeah. You know, so I mean, uh, that's that's a position where you're you're taking a physical toll every week, mm-hmm. every practice. So you, your your body's getting banged up out there, and to have the longevity that Jason Taylor did, and to be as effective as he was for as long as he was, it, it, he's absolutely deserving of I was going. To the say hall. he retired in 2011. Yeah, and then he went on to uh, do Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, remember that? Oh yeah. Yeah. How could you forget? <laughs> you know, any anytime you bring up dancing with the stars with former players, like look at David Ross. Look at him. Like he's he's, he's really famous well. because of that now. Like everybody talks about. Oh, when you get on Dancing with the Stars, I mean, I don't watch, but didn't I mean, one it's, of the, it's a huge show, so it's yeah. like a whole new level one of, of superstardom for those. Yeah. Guys. Didn't one of the Giants running backs win it this year? Yeah, Rashad Jennings. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. It, it is. Former BC, it wasn't? Didn't he go to Boston College? I believe so. Yes, he did. Um. But I think, you know, just looking at this class as, as a whole, it's it's pretty impressive. You know, a lot of big-name guys. Yeah. You know, some guys uh, didn't. Stra- Tomlinson, exactly. Jason Taylor, Kurt Warner, those are big names right there going and, and, in. And think about it. So Jason Taylor, LaDainian Tomlinson, and Kurt Warner. Mm-hmm. Three different positions. Didn't win a Super Bowl. Warner never won, huh? Warner Ne- never won. No, won. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute, because the Steelers won that Super Bowl, right, against uh, Didn't he win with the, Cardinals. the Rams? He won, he won with the Rams? I thought I, it I, did. I, I, well, you well, mind yeah, looking that up, right? Look, look that up. But my point is, so these guys are pretty big names, mm-hmm. right? I know uh, and Tomlinson just, never won a Super Bowl for sure. Right. So everybody looks at it and just says, like, these guys are good Individual because stats. of their performance. Yes. Right, right. And and that, that's, that, that strikes out to me the most because – it's not about he all won about the um, when the Rams beat the Tennessee Titans. What year? Uh, oh, when when Dyson when Dyson fell short of the goal line. Two thousand one. When he yeah when he dove for the goal line. I remember the that. year before the Patriots uh, beat the Rams. Yes, they did. Okay. R- great call, Brian. Thanks for looking that up. So uh, so Warner uh, has a Super Bowl under his belt, but I kind of right. get what you're getting at here. In that Rashad Jennings went to Liberty, by the way. But, so, but we had to look it up. Yeah, we had right. to look up Kurt Warner getting a Super Bowl. I, I, no, I wasn't I a huge Warner fan. I knew. I wasn't a huge Warner fan. Yeah, you did. You you had the beat on that, Brian. Right. Definitely. But for me, as <laughs> I, uh, I know he's a Super Bowl champion. For me, what you're getting at a little bit there is a, a lot of times when it comes to the Hall of Fame, you weigh championships pretty heavily, and with the guys that don't have championships, it must mean that the stats speak for themselves. Right. And I got more su- more support for them just because they didn't have the rings to show, you know, that they belong there. They had to prove it. 
on their own with the stats. Sure. You know? But in a way, you know, you, you always want to see that uh, Super Bowl ring right. on the resume. Yeah. You know, going into the hall, obviously, just stat- based on stats. Yep. Is pretty amazing. Uh, I mean, even just getting there in general is pretty amazing. But I guarantee you that each one of those guys might trade in their Hall of Fame inductee tonight for, for a Super a ring. Bowl ring. Uh, for sure. You know, like that's yeah. one of those things that if it eludes you as a player, it's right. it's an honor to go into the Hall of Fame. But if you if never you could go, go back, to one, it's kind of tough to be like. Yeah, had LT ever even played in a Super Bowl? With I, the Chargers in no, Korea, right? No, yeah. it, I don't think he did because the Patriots beat them the few times that yeah. he mm-hmm. was on that team. Pittsburgh did too. Yeah. Um he had a Terrell road. Davis. I just want to get to Terrell Davis. Oh, right, quick. right, right. He's real the other quick. Yep. E- extremely memorable. Him and John Elway together and, and Rod Smith. I mean, back in like, you know, the early nineties, that yeah. was significant. They played like, you know, the Packers and they played the uh the Cowboys. That that was a fun, fun time mm-hmm. um to to watch Terrell Davis and just lay it up. And he actually won a rank. Possibly two. I know he did win one, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that was that was a great time. Great, great time in the '90s, and to mem- remember these guys in the the, the most appropriate way uh, tonight, it will be fun to listen to their speeches. All right, so those are your Hall of Fame inductees, the NFL Hall of Fame inductees. They're going to be giving their speeches tonight as they go into the hall. Uh, we've got five questions coming up following this commercial break, so you're not going to want to miss it. Again, we have a special buzzer, so you're going to want to stick around for that. For sure. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Sports Blast on WGAM Radio. This is NBC Sports Radio. Geico presents a voicemail from your friend, Tree. Tree here. Just calling to say thanks for letting me crash at your place the other night. <laughs> well... On your place. It was a rough night. I had a bit too much wind, and I think I, I might have broke your chimney, actually. So, yeah. Um, oh, any chance you'd want to drop off my tire swing? Yeah. I mean, if not, that's cool. Okay, later. Trees won't pay for tree damage. Luckily, one call to the Geico Insurance Agency makes it easy to switch and save on homeowners insurance. Allergy sufferers are hearing a lot of numbers these days about symptoms and relief. But the number sufferers want most is zero, as in zero nasal allergy symptoms. And nothing gets you closer to zero than Nasacort. Because unlike antihistamines that stop only one cause of your allergy symptoms, Nasacort stops more. And stopping more gets you closer to zero. For 24-hour relief of your worst nasal allergy symptoms, including congestion, choose Nasacort. It stops more. Hey, it's me, your piggy bank. Remember when you were a little kid? All the dimes and quarters in my back. Yeah, that was good times. Good times. Now lately, I gotta be honest, you've been ignoring me. Money's been slipping through your hands like a greased pig. (laughs) Get it? Because I'm a... Anyway, I know how it is. Now that you get a real paycheck, it's nice to have stuff. You'll start saving money next year. Well, I hate to tell you, but good saving habits start now. Put just 20 bucks in the bank a month. Make your own coffee at home instead of that latte every morning. Brown bag it to work instead of ordering in. Those changes alone could save you thousands of dollars a year. Come on, I'm your piggy bank. We can be together again, me and you. The special times. (laughs) Anyway, if you don't want me to cry anymore, feed me. Go to feedthepig.org for more ideas on how to save. Feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. He worked out early, practiced late, and studied well into the night. The next day, he did it all over again. She missed time hanging out and socializing with friends so she could make it on time to practices and games. He became a top student and a confident leader, even as he helped his team win back-to-back conference titles. She became a role model in her community, even as she led her team to an undefeated season. And when they finished playing high school sports, what did they do next? She graduated from college with honors and went to work for a successful company. He attended graduate school and became a difference maker in his community. Because that's what student athletes in New Hampshire do. They use the skills they develop playing high school sports today to do even bigger things in life tomorrow. High school sports. A winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the New Hampshire Interscholastic Athletic Association and the New Hampshire Athletic Directors Association. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Boston Red Sox continue their extra inning 
heroics last night as Mitch Marland hit a blast over the Green Monster in the 11th inning at Fenway to give the Red Sox a 3-2 victory over the Chicago White Sox. Swinging a high fly left field. Back by the wall. And this ball is gone. A walk-off home run. Mitch Moreland. Red Sox win it 3-2. Boston stretches their lead over the Yankees by another game to give them a three-game lead in the AL East. In addition to their win, bullpen specialist Joe Kelly will return to the 25-man roster after a hamstring injury. The Sox will take on the White Sox. Tonight, Drew Pomerantz will be taking on big game James Shields. First pitch will be at 7-10. While the Patriots continue their training camp with Brandon Cooks making unbelievable catches and celebrating Brady's 40th birthday this week, the Miami Dolphins suffered a major injury to their quarterback, Ryan Tannehill. He may miss the regular season after going through multiple evaluations on the same ACL he tore last season. With your Sports Center update, I'm Mark Loisel. The Sports Blast continues right now. Just what is it that you want to do? Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. Well, wait, baby, let's go. We're going to have a good time. Welcome back to the Sports Blast, everybody. It's five questions time. Am I on? Yeah. We're, we're good? All right. Yeah, I just you're, wa- you're <laughs> wanted to make good. sure. I saw you hit a button over there, and I, I was wasn't sure. You scare me sometimes over there, Don't Brian. Don't scare him like that, Brian. Jeez. Uh, we got a very uh, special buzzer for this week's five questions. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm going to be the one hosting this week as well. So, Brian, when you are ready for question number one, We've got a uh, again a very special buzzer here for a very yeah, special. It's gonna stop the bed. Quarterback sec, who had a very special okay. birthday this this week. Happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> uh, in case anybody didn't know, that's what a goat sounds like. That yeah. is the the screaming goat of internet and YouTube fame. One, one more time, in case anyone missed it. So a happy birthday happy to the goat. Birthday. <laughs> you know, because you gotta speak his language. Oh yeah, yeah. And so he needs to understand to what help we're Brady. That's understand. actually Brady right there. That's I mean, that's how Brady communicates with people. Okay. Have you heard Brady's scream? Yeah. If you yeah. can get a Brady scream and then put it up with that goat scream, it's probably not very different. No, no probably not. Yeah. yeah. You know the, let, the let's it. go mm-hmm. or at the end of the Super Bowl, uh, what was it uh, when they played Seattle? Yeah. Oh my gosh, we got to try and get that video of Brady freaking out. When they uh, when they make that goal line stand and Butler gets that interception because mm-hmm. uh, he might have been higher pitch than that goat was right there. Probably he might have. All right. Uh, so first question here in in honor of Brady's 40th birthday, guys. I want you to give me your Mount Rushmore of old ass athletes, <laughs> old dudes still playing sports. Tom and Brady's being a given. Good at it. Tom Brady's, Brady's a, given. a given. So you really only need three more if you if Brady's Charles on Woodson. both of your lists. I think Charles Woodson his final yep, year. He, he, he uh, led the league in inter- with interceptions. And he stopped at the age of 39. Was still pretty effective yeah, when he left the game. as a cornerback. Yep. Uh, David Ortiz, I think. Of course. Uh, yep. Uh, very efficient year at the age of 40. Wayne Gretzky, I feel like he was pretty good at his old age. No, he, he, he was young when he left the game, actually, oh, really? surprisingly, for the amount of numbers he put up. Uh, he, I think he retired and maybe... 36, 37, mm-hmm. 38? Mm-hmm. I don't think he made it to 40. Yeah. Uh, Brett Favre, he had a couple good years sure. after 40. He was effective at 40. That's pretty much it. Absolutely. That's, what, that's all I got. All right. Yeah, I mean, praise a given in my eyes. Right. And I would even say Ortiz is oh, yeah, pretty Ortiz, much a given yeah. too. Yeah, with the season that Ortiz had at the age of 40, 
How can you not? He's right up there yeah. for sure. Um, I would say Jerry Rice would be on mine. I, I, look, I was looking up the stats actually during break, mm. and after age 38, he had back-to-back 1,200-yard seasons. I think he Jeez. had nine in his 39th um, year, um, and, and then, um, let's see, seven in, in the following Wow, one. and that's at a position where you normally break down at a young age. Yeah. Right. He did it till he was 40? Yeah, that's, that's uh, impressive and startling at the yeah, same time. Yeah, he belongs right up there. Um, I'm trying to figure out the the last one for me. I, I, w- I would definitely say you were um, saying Stockton, right? It's not. I was, it's, I was just remember too. Stockton, it doesn't necessarily have to be like the greatest all time players. It's just players Tim that Duncan. performed really well at an old age. I feel like Tim yeah. Duncan. Duncan's getting there. If well, if you he's not playing the, anymore. If you want to call the cutoff for being an old dude playing sports like 38 and above, right? Okay. Dirk, let's let's Dirk, go with that. Dirk's still playing well. Dirk Nowitzki. Yep. Yeah, Dirk's still, still playing well. I, I, w- I would say stock. I would say Stockton just because he did average almost close to a double double yeah. when he was age thirty eight to forty. I think he uh, retired when he was forty two or, yeah. or something of that nature. But I mean, it, it is impressive to see all these guys really just dominate late in their age, career at an old age. When yeah, you started, I mean, I asked, you're supposed to be breaking down, right? I asked the question because everybody's just wondering when Brady's gonna break down and when he's gonna fall off a cliff. For me, uh, he said he's gonna play until he's fifty. So but that's what he wants to do. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's Brady or Tease. I've got Yarmir Yager. Oh yeah, he's forty-five. He's still and scoring he's still, thirty goals. He's still averaging over twenty goals a year <laughs> at the age of forty-five. Yeah. So he's right up there. And then I add Hank Aaron. Who uh, at Hank the Aaron's age of 39 hit 40 homers and drove in mm-hmm. 118 runs in 1973 when he was 39 years old? That's right. insane. Yeah. Uh, so that is question number one. Brian, question number two, please. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my favorite one. We have two more to go. There's two more. Because it more. comes in soft and yeah. then the guy, <laughs> the goat, comes in out of nowhere and starts screaming. Sounds like a guy in, in a shower oh like, after God. somebody opens uh, up the like, curtain. Yeah, something. right? Someone stubbed their toe or something. Oh, like that, that too. I yeah. don't even know. All right, guys. Uh, along the same lines, uh, Mount Rushmore for you guys of musicians and movies. Okay. I, I, I'll, I'll start with musicians okay. for me. I am a huge um, Eminem fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's got, up there. He's got to be on oh, my he's gotta Mount be right Rushmore. Up there. Yeah, and I mean, I watched the Defiant ones last night, so I'm on like a trend. I'm going doc- Dr. Dre has yeah, to totally, be on there for totally. me. Um, heck of a producer, better even uh, lyricist. Um, for, for I'm gonna add in some bands here. For for me, I like Third Eye Blind yeah, from back sure. in the day, yeah. mm-hmm. and then. Currently, I'm an OAR fan, so I'll throw OAR just because I think they're the, one of the Speedwagon? best live bands of a revolution. No, uh, that's Ario Speedwagon. Uh, yeah, that's sorry, Ario Speedwagon. Sorry. OAR is kind of like oh, a oh, reggae. Oh, I know OAR. Yeah, yeah th- they're know, like one of my favorites. I know. But yeah, I, w- I would say those four definitely. Right. Let's uh, let's go around on music before we do movies. So Brian, what would you add for uh, musicians? I'd add The Offspring. Oh, good one. And they're on my list. Yeah, I so didn't know you liked them. I love them. Oh, that's like, my favorite uh, band. If you, of all time. It, I Uber so and I put ninety two and nine on, which mm. is an alternative station. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. they play classics all the time. You gotta keep. Dude, them that was, that was they have Offspring. They have Sublime. Like it's awesome. Yeah, I, I, I Offspring lo- was maybe like the first band I ever listened to. Yeah. I had their album in XA on the Ombre. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like back in ninety eight, I was listening to that as like mm-hmm. an eight year old kid. Yeah, yep. ridiculous. I, I've, Red Hot Chili Peppers might be on there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Green Day, uh, they're still around. Uh, Blink One Eighty Two is a big one. Definitely, Blink's Blink really good. Yeah. They're right up there and, uh, as well. And definitely Sublime. I would put Sublime on yeah. there. I think you well. named more than four, but yeah. that's fine. Yeah. I just <laughs> any bands. I, I'm, uh, I'm music buff. So. I mean, I could have broken it down into like uh, different categories of music too, like uh, hip hop artists versus yeah. bands right. that yeah. actually play in. Jay Z's up there too. Because yeah. like Eminem, Beyonce. And Lil, Eminem and Lil Wayne to me, uh, I yeah. would put on this list like any, any day of the week. It's gotta be on there. Oh, he has to gotta be. be on Lincoln there. Park. But it was tough for me. Lincoln Park I, I loved, but I wouldn't have them up there no. on my Mount Rushmore. You no, know? they're an honorable mention. Uh, it, it was tough for me to break it down after uh, after already having like Eminem, Lil Wayne sort of right. stuck in my head there. Uh, Offspring did make the list for me because they're, uh, they're my favorite band of all time. Yeah. And then I couldn't choose 
between Muse, Blink-182, and Avenged Sevenfold for mm-hmm. my fourth and wow. final. Yeah. I, I literally could not choose. Muse is really close. Yeah, Muse, Muse is, is interesting just because they every album that comes out sounds like a different album, but it's unmistakably Muse. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird how much they change their music, but you know... It's Muse because it's so different from everything else. And that's how you know you're good at what you do. Right. And they're one of those few bands that honestly, uh, the the lead singer there, they they don't alter his voice. He's just got an amazing voice. Mm -hmm. Blink-182 and A7X, I think I I look at them and Travis Barker and uh, James Sullivan, the drummers. For those two bands. Travis Barker. Might be the best two drummers of any bands I've ever heard. Like. Go back, Buddy Rich, best drummer of all time. Yeah. These two might be right behind freaking Buddy Rich. Yeah. For some of the best drummers. And James Sullivan, the late great, mm-hmm. mind you, uh, passed away like uh, maybe a decade right. ago. But yeah. my, uh, if you just listen to an A7X song from back in the day when he was drumming, like, yep. it, there's there was nothing like his drumming style. It you was couldn't so stop fast. him. Yeah, you couldn't it stop him. It was so fast. Like You can't even fathom right. the wrist speed on that guy. So yeah. uh, those are my... Uh, Mount Rushmore of musicians. You guys uh, got some movies? Yeah, so movies. Um, Cinderella Man is on Good one. that list for me. I just love the the story in itself. Um, Indiana anytime, Jones is on mine. That's a really underrated movie. Yeah. It's just a matter. Cinderella of, Man. It's just a matter of redemption. They go through the Great Depression and the, the, to figure out like how you want to perform in a boxing world at that age yeah. and at that time period, mm-hmm. you have to know somebody. Oh, there was and some he, great lines in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I remember... Uh, Russell Crowe? Yeah, Russell Crowe gets into... Well, it's uh, James uh, James Braddock. Jimmy yep. Braddock, I James think, was Braddock. the... It was yeah. a true story. And I remember one he of the scenes... He was a trainer, right? I watched that in high school. Uh, he became a trainer, I think, yeah. uh, eventually. But he was uh, he was a boxer. boxer um, yeah. You know, so when, it, when he... Went into the ring with uh, one of the guys he fights for the second yep. time, and the guy's trainer is like, "What's wrong? Like, what's wrong? You fu- you beat this guy easy last time." He's like, "That ain't the same guy." It's just one of those movies where it, it's uplifting. Yeah, you know, it it's is. a motivational movie for sure. Great, yeah. great sports Sha- play. Shawshank Redemption. Yep, that's on there for me as yeah, well. Yeah, Shawshank's on there. Well, let's go one at a time. So you All said right. Cinderella Man. Cinderella Man, Shawshank is definitely on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say. Ooh, it, it, it becomes tricky now because I like The Departed, but I also like yeah. I like Goodfellas a lot. Ooh, Goodfellas, I think man. God, no, Godfather, Godfather, Godfather <laughs> has to be on there. For me, Goodfellas is uh, is better than The Departed. Pulp really? Fiction, yeah, okay, by a little bit. Pulp Fiction's on mine as well. You're just <laughs> you're just naming all just of mine. Stop naming them. <laughs> and um, my favorite of all time is Billy Madison. Yeah, Adam Sandler. Oh yeah, I yeah. love that movie. I can't get over it. I I just quote it almost every day. It's just I was watching Happy Gilmore the other day laughing my That's ass a good one. Out. For yeah. like the 20th time Happy probably. Hey, oh, Happy. Happy Gilmore's amazing. Got my hand back. <laughs> Shut up, Happy. Um, the Indiana Jones like trilogy. Well, not trilogy, but like... The third one was... Uh, oh, wait a minute. I'm thinking of the fourth one. one. I, yeah, that one sucked. Yeah, the first one was good. So the first I, one was great. Yeah. Star Wars. Raiders? Star Wars. Like the whole... The whole thing. So you're cheating here, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else you well, got? I mean, okay, Dark Knight so series. Like the Godfather, Batman. though. If you put yeah, the Godfather, Godfather up there, yeah. you're grouping one and two together. Right. You know, because they're all I like one. The God, all one. I like Godfather two better than the first one. Uh, yeah, you can make that argument. Mm-hmm. You know, they're both fantastic, but they should all be one movie. They should be. You all know, one. like yeah. it's five hours, so you had to <laughs> break it into two. Uh, Silence true. of the Lambs. Oh yeah, good one. That movie is still still holds up as just a freaky messed yeah, it's up movie. Disgusting, yeah. gory. Did you name four? I, I named a thumb. So. Right, I mean, I, I had on mine. I I got Old Boy up here, which is that uh, foreign mm-hmm. movie I've been trying to get you guys to all watch. That's the one with the fight scene. I don't, I don't, I don't have to watch it because you bring it up all the time. So and, good. And we just best fight know scene uh, of any movie ever. Well, yeah. uh, I mean, you were telling me about it when we were watching Daredevil, and there was that one scene that was like continuous. yeah, it's the long cut, you know. So like, there's a there's a fight scene in that movie, Old Boy, that's like four minutes long. There's one guy fighting, like, 12 guys in a narrow hallway, and the camera never cuts, so they choreograph the fight perfectly. They execute it perfectly. It's just awesome. Baby and, Driver? And it's real. Baby Driver was great, but it's not... Not it on your mouth, Rushmore. longevity, okay. you know, to be up there. For me, it was Old Boy, Shawshank, uh, Pulp Fiction, and then I, I did stick Slumdog Millionaire in there Slumdog. over Goodfellas and, uh, Slumdog. and The Godfather. That is a good movie. Slumdog... Uh, Phenomenal. ...was so good. I remember the first yeah. time watching that just... 
thinking to myself, like, again, just an emotional, uplifting yeah. sort of movie. Honorable yeah. mention for me, Inception. Inception's fantastic. Dark Knight, I thought I'm putting on here, yeah. too. Like, yeah. all those Nolan movies are great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, question number three, Brian. Happy birthday to Come on. Like, it really is fantastic. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. Oh, it's great. Oh, God. Perfect audio today. Uh, all right. Um, in the NFL, guys, yep. uh, if you have the number one pick in your fantasy drafts this year, who are you going with? Antonio Brown? Well, I'm, yes, uh, for sure. I mean, it depends on the league. Yeah, we're we talking PPR. Yeah. You can. Uh, why don't you pick one for standard and one for PPR? Okay. Standard, it would be David Johnson, and PPR, it would be Antonio Brown. Um, I think standard, it would be David Johnson, and I like Le'Veon Bell yeah. for PPR. I was going to say, I'd take Le'Veon Bell for standard or PPR. I'm worried about his week. Yeah. I'm always worried about his Yeah, week. you got to worry about him not being on the field uh, for like four or five games out of uh, the well, year. Well, he, he, if he gets suspended again, it's well, like he, he, Yeah, he'll yeah. miss the, the entire season. Well, isn't season. it the whole season? He, Didn't Josh I think he Gordon? missed eight. I thought Josh Gordon missed they four and the then rules. the whole year. They changed the rules. Well, they should because yeah. that's a ridiculous rule. I agree. It is. Anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, a, close, Lev- a close second for me on PPR is Odell Beckham Jr. Sure. sure. He's, see, he's a little less of a volume catcher yeah. than uh, Antonio Brown is, though. Yeah, Antonio Brown, Brown is great for PPR because yeah. he, he plays in the slot a lot yeah. more than Odell does. Right. But he Sterling, tries to stretch the field a little more. So Sterling Shepard. Just Hurt. got injured yeah. for the Giants. That's yeah. why I would go Odell. Yeah, they're going to use him heavily. This OJ Howard. Because with Antonio Bra- uh, Brown, you got Martavius Bryant. And well, yeah, but they're in more big threats. Antonio Brown can do everything. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, he's just all over the field. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Hey, question number four. Happy birthday to <laughs> It's good every time. So it really good. is. I was laughing my ass off alone in the other room <laughs> listening to these. It's hysterical. Tina, you fat lard, come get your supper. <laughs> <laughs> fat lard. <laughs> All right, more long fantasy lines, guys. This is this is always intriguing to me when you enter fantasy draft. Yeah. Especially being a Patriots fan. For me, it's difficult for me to pick Patriots every year in fantasy. Yep. Yeah. Do you guys have anyone that you would pick in the first round on the Patriots this year? Gronk. That's it. See, that's a mistake. Uh, It's a mistake every time someone does it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All year. If I'm like tenth, like in a ten team or like a twelfth in a twelve team, you go Gronk. I would. I might go Gronk. It depends on who's available. It's it's twofold because a lot of times with Gronk. You end Injuries. up you end up without a tight end because right. he gets injured, and you missed out on a first round pick at two positions that you need to pick in the first round, which is wide receiver or running back. You don't have to. So you miss out on picking your uh, the the problem with picking a tight end in any first round of a fantasy draft is you're missing out on the top running backs and wide receivers. Yeah, yeah. exactly right. So if you pick Gronk in the first round, that's you're handicapping. You're handicapping yourself. It, it could hurt you. He's uh, the only one I would double because he think might about not it. even play. Right? I, he's the only one I could think of because you're not going to go Brady. I, I might go. Well, Brady I, I asked Gronk. if you would pick, or did I say if you had to pick if, one? I, I thought you. I meant think if you, you said if you had to. Okay, so uh, would you even go with? No, the I would never. First I would round? never. I go. I would go Brady over Gronk. I would not. Not in the first round, unless no. you have like a two QB league. Then you go Brady. Yeah, maybe. I played a 2QB league last year that was super interesting, but you realized right away, it was the first time I had done it, you realized immediately you need to to pick your quarterback early. If you don't, you miss out on the quarterbacks. Right, Right. you'll end up with Colin Kaepernick. If it's standard, I'd go Brady. If it's PPR, I'm shy away. That early on, though? If it's standard? You wouldn't go in the first round with a quarterback. No, if we had to pick one, though? Or well, are you I'm saying would you? Would you even pick? Oh. How no, about no, this? No, 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 no. What's, the, what's like the earliest you can see yourself picking a Patriot in a fantasy round? Round three. Uh, no, I go two with Brady. I, I don't think Brady goes you that high. Like, you like picking QBs high in these drafts? See, I usually wait to like the fifth or sixth round in a See, in that's a what I'm going to do this year. That's what I, uh, I haven't done that in the past because uh, the big leagues I've been in are yeah. like uh, auction drafts. 
So yeah. it I'm, doesn't matter when you pick people. It right. matters the price. You wait to the sixth round, you end up with like, uh, you won't get like, like an Derek Andrew Luck or an Aaron Rodgers, but you, yeah, you can get a Derek Carr, Whoa, you can get a well, Ben Roethlisberger. Well, I got I'll, Matt Ryan in the I really hope someone drafts Aaron, uh, Andrew Luck early this year. You know, he's gone. Sure. He's missing See, some I, I think having back-to-back picks is probably the best thing. Like, if, like, if, you if get you're the first in the snake pick, draft. Yeah, if you're the first pick and then you wait until the right. second round, yeah. That can I, be hard, too, though. I like I like in the middle. I'm a in-the-middle guy, so I'm not waiting so long. Yeah. So I, can I, plan I like the either side of the middle, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, for me, I, I'm not looking at any Patriots because there's too much damn depth. Right. And you never know what they're going to do yeah, on a weekly basis. Yeah, especially this year with Edelman and Cooks. Mm-hmm. I'm, How are you going to even justify picking league, a Patriots running back this I, year? I have the, four guys that I have the rest the ball, of my draft right? tonight. It's a live, like, auction draft. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to try to package away Cooks somehow. See, Brandon Cooks, I, I, I think, would be a sleeper in a later round because I think people look at the wide receiving core and say there's really nobody to go to because it's going to be spread around so much. Mm -hmm. You don't know on a week-to-week basis which one of those wideouts is going to get the target. Right, because Malcolm Mitchell could go off. Sure, Edelman could go off. Amendola could go off. Right, that's why I think I trade him so I can get some uh, someone who thinks he's more valuable than he is. Sure, he could could also end up having a ridiculous season in fantasy. He might Uh, as well. Fifth and final question. <laughs> oh man, God. so good, guys! The uh, McGregor Mayweather fight is closing in fast. Yeah, they had the Showtime series last night. Mm. Oh, they did. Yeah, I didn't even know. I didn't know that. I'm gonna man. have to check it out. I mean, it's all fodder. Yeah, anyway. it's all. Uh, it's those, all fake. Those right. four press conferences they quick. had. Why? Why are you yelling at me? Because we have to go to break soon. Yeah, we do. I know. Okay. I, I know. Because we're about to run out of the bed, actually. That's why. Oh, okay. All right. We'll make it. We'll make it quick. Either way, McGregor Mayweather. That whole thing with the four days in a row of press conferences—they ran out of crap to talk about. Yeah. Uh, they so started it, call, calling each other it slurs. Funny, it seems to have diffused a little bit, but we are fast approaching. So I'm just asking you guys: Are you in or are you out? Are you gonna watch the thing? I'm out. Out. I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch it, but I'm gonna be cautious on how I watch it because. <laughs> No, no, like, okay. is it all about the fame, or is it is it really a match? Like, are they going to go at it hard? I hope. Or is, is it going to be, like, a fake? fake I mean, it's all fake. about the money for both of them. Let's, exactly. Uh, let's not uh, have any qualms about that. McGregor's right. going to be the highest-paid UFC fighter of all time just with one fight. Right. You know, so that's what he's doing it for. But I think McGregor has a bit of an edge to him, too, where he probably wants to shut people up. Mm-hmm. I think Mayweather is going to go about his business as the boring-ass boxer that he is. So I don't know if you're going to get a good fight, but all anyone's hoping for is that McGregor knocks him out. Right. Mayweather That's was nasty back in the day. Nasty. Oh, he was ridiculous. Before he's, he dodged everyone. Yeah. Well, he's still pretty good. There's the bed. And with that, let's wrap up five questions. We're done. All right, we're done. We're going to come back with the blast off. Don't go anywhere. It's the Sports Blast on WGAM Radio. Happy ESPN New Hampshire, Manchester's local ESPN. Geico presents a voicemail from your friend, Tree. Tree here, just calling to say thanks for letting me crash at your place the other night. (laughs) Well, on your place. It was a rough night. I had a bit too much wind, and I think I I might have broke your chimney, actually. So yeah, um, oh, any chance you'd want to drop off my tire swing? Yeah, I mean, if not, that's cool. Okay, later. Trees won't pay for tree damage. Luckily, one call to the GEICO Insurance Agency makes it easy to switch and save on homeowners insurance. Allergy sufferers are hearing a lot of numbers these days about symptoms and relief. But the number sufferers want most is zero, as in zero nasal allergy symptoms. And nothing gets you closer to zero than Nasacort. Because unlike antihistamines that stop only one cause of your allergy symptoms, Nasacort stops more. And stopping more gets you closer to zero. For 24-hour relief of your worst nasal allergy symptoms, including congestion, choose Nasacord. It stops more. At the American Lung Association, we're fighting for a day when we can all breathe easier. We're fighting for clear skies over every city and healthy lungs throughout the country. We're fighting to keep harmful secondhand smoke out of our public spaces and workplaces. And fighting to free millions of Americans from the addictive grip of tobacco and the devastating effects of lung disease. We're fighting for a day when kids no longer battle airborne poisons in their own homes or the fear of an asthma attack. The American Lung Association isn't just fighting for air, 
We're fighting for all the things that make it worth breathing, and we can use your help. Join us in the fight. Visit fightingforair.org and read about just a few of the many ways the American Lung Association is fighting to protect the air we breathe, both indoors and out. See what you can do at fightingforair.org. Tens of thousands of families will fire up their barbecue grills during the next few months, and AMR wants you to be aware that grill fires can ignite instantly, leading to devastating property damage, serious injury, or death. Here are some safety tips. Select grilling locations away from children, pets, and flammable objects. Keep your grill clean by removing excess grease and residue. Keep a fire extinguisher nearby, and never leave a grill unattended. Check out more safety tips at amr.net slash safety. AMR medics are here for you every hour of every day. American Medical Response reminds everyone that it's critical to stay hydrated while working, playing, or exercising. Have fluids readily available. Plan ahead and make sure you drink water throughout the day and night. For most people, water will be sufficient enough to keep you properly hydrated. Listen to your body. When outdoor temperatures and activity levels increase, it's vitally important to listen to your body and take breaks, especially if you start to feel lightheaded, overheated, or develop a headache. These are the warning signs of dehydration. Don't ignore them. Check out more safety tips at amr.net slash safety. AMR Medics are here for you every hour of every day. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Boston Red Sox continue their extra inning heroics last night as Mitch Moreland hit a blast over the Green Monster in the 11th inning at Fenway to give the Red Sox a 3-2 victory over the Chicago White Sox. Swing and a high fly left field. Back by the wall, and this ball is gone! A walk-off home run! Mitch Moreland, Red Sox win it 3-2! Boston stretches their lead over the Yankees by another game to give them a three-game lead in the AL East. In addition to their win last night, bullpen specialist Joe Kelly will return to the 25-man roster today after a hamstring injury. The Sox will take on the White Sox tonight. Drew Pomerantz will be taking the mound against big game James Shields. First pitch at 7-10. While the Patriots continue their training camp with Brandon Cooks, you know, making unbelievable catches and celebrating Tom Brady's 40th birthday this week, the Miami Dolphins suffered a major injury to their quarterback, Ryan Tannehill. He may miss the season after going through multiple evaluations on the same ACL he tore last season. With your Sports Center update, I'm Mark Loisel. The Sports Blast continues from the WGAM Radio Studios in Nashua right now. Welcome back to the Sports Blast, everybody. It's the blast off. It's the final ten minutes of the show today. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, we five minutes. Well, shut up. We, we, we <laughs> don't five, give them ten minutes. Don't give them that much hope. So when do we go out? When do we leave? Like fifty-four. Yeah, they probably 54. can't wait. Yeah. I thought it was fifty-six. It's fifty-five. But what? Well, so you what? It's fifty-four, fifty. You're confusing me. Whatever. Same thing. Whatever. Fifty-five. So we got about six minutes left. Yeah. Uh, we went. <laughs> we went. We went over Patriots training camp today. We went over some of the Red Sox today. One thing I did want to hit on real quick, and not to uh, put any salt in the wound, Mark, but you just mentioned during the updates, and it made me think we hadn't talked about it yet, was Ryan Tannehill going down. He's dead. He's gone. He might he be done for the year? I think he might be cut I think from it, the Dolphins. I think his career might be in um, a little bit <laughs> of uh, borderline. I'll, I'll tell you right what, now. the Dolphins, for what it's worth, are going to realize, because they've, uh, they've dumped on Tannehill a lot for not being a good enough quarterback, but they're about to realize that an average quarterback is vital in yeah. this league. Yeah. yeah, instead of having, uh, they're gonna. I think they're gonna try with Matt Moore because yeah. he knows the system. But I, I don't think Matt you, Moore. Yeah, I don't think you can go into a season with Matt Moore being your starting quarterback. I I think the most bi- the, the biggest picture of this all is Jarvis Landry's future with the Dolphins. Sure. Now that Tannehill may be out for the season. You know, questions about him having, you know, chemistry problems with his different receivers. Does Jarvis Landry lead the Dolphins next year? And that could be a question that may be answered next offseason. And for for my circumstance, I love Jarvis Landry being on the Dolphins. He's a great player. He shows a lot of fire, a lot of passion. He's a guy that goes about doing it the right way. And if there's anybody on this team that should be getting paid, it's him. Because he gives it his all every time he goes out on the field. Now, as far as replacements go, 
I wanted to see Tony Romo or Colin Kaepernick. Um, you're going to get Jay Cutler, guys. <laughs> oh, God. We're going to get Jay Cutler in the AFC East. And this is just going to be brutal. It's because Adam Gase and Jay Cutler have a great chemistry. Jay Cutler, mind you, Jay Cutler had one of his best statistical um, under Adam Gase? Under Gase. Right. right. Under Gase in uh, well, Chicago. But Mark Lazell hates Jay Cutler. I, yeah, I still no, hate Jay I Cutler. I mean, with good reason. Uh, it's not like he's uh, a good quarterback. No. He's bad. He is. <laughs> Jay Ajay. Quarterback. I'm telling you right now, Jay Ajay is going to be a great fantasy player. Cause sure, because he's going to be getting a lot of the ball. But watch out for defenses to stack the inside. Yeah, absolutely. No. That's how you're going to have to play against the Dolphins now. I was just bummed out about it because I really thought, uh, not necessarily that the Dolphins would push the Patriots for the AFC's title, but I thought for a change. It'd be interesting. That No, just that we might have another team from the AFC East in the playoffs. playoffs yeah. Well, last year. The yeah, Dolphins, they made it to the playoffs yeah. last year. But oh, they did? Yeah. yeah. I forgot about well, that. And six. No, but it's a matter of consistency. I get right, right, right. I get what you're saying, Dave. That's what I wanted. It was yeah. another team in the AFC East. Uh, Every you know, you year. play them twice a year. Every yep. team in the AFC East, you want to see a little bit of a challenge. Competition, yeah. You know, so it's just another one of those seasons for the Patriots where the regular season means absolutely nothing. nothing. They're going to walk to the AFC title game yet again this yeah. year. Actually, I shouldn't say that the regular season doesn't mean anything because they can still, even if they go 13-3 and three or 12-4, and four, mm-hmm. they still make it to the playoffs, but right. it's a matter of seeding. So, like, where where sure. they finish? I mean, there's no one sure. in, really the in the AFC except for Oakland. Oakland. But that's if Derek Carr is Derek Carr. He's mm-hmm. coming off a huge injury. Yeah. Yeah. And then Ben Roethlisberger too. is considering retirement, and he's he's injured, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, the only uh, other real threat I could think of is Baltimore. Right. And they're having injury issues there, too. Uh, just real quick, because we only have like two minutes left in the show, I wanted to get back to the Red Sox. Uh, we talked about them in hour number one. They're on a roll right now, four straight wins. Do they offense keep it going? looking good. Yep. Devers and Nunez, a warm welcome to the offense yep. for those two guys, because they have been the spark that the Red Sox have needed offensively to start producing and runs. And applause to Hanley for playing first base, because yep. that really helped... Mitch Moreland get some rest. Yep, which, uh, yep, which helps it. him. I do want to make. We're all starting to sort of click right yeah. now. So every day, like people would want to see an every every start of Chris Sale, right? Mm-hmm. Now people want to watch the Red Sox because of Devers, because sure. of Nunez, right? And that's what you that's what you want to see. Right, you want like more than one guy every fifth day exactly to be a scintillating character on the team. Yeah, totally. You know, and you you would hope that, you know, p- fans would be drawn in by guys like Mookie Betts, Sander Bogarts, Jackie Bradley, ben Dustin Pedroyer, Ben Attendee. It's the they've new addition. They've got guys that, you know, are interesting. If you're a big-time baseball fan, you want to watch those guys and see how they progress through the early stages of their career. Uh, I think Devers is fascinating to me as a 20-year-old and his ability to s- seemingly hit the ball for power to all fields. Not even but hit. I do want to see him start pulling the ball a little more, as you mentioned, Brian. Looks like you might be able to pitch him inside. Yeah. But, but overall, I, w- I just wanted to see if you guys think the Red Sox I mean, this up and in is totally different than down and in. Uh, down and in is where that's where lefties get their power. That's where David Ortiz always got his power. Well, that's he had struggled at times with that, like the down and in breaking ball. Right, but if you if there's a fastball down there, and he should he should clean that out. Sure, and, and we'll get into this in, in you know future shows. But you know ahead the schedule of ahead, you, you got, really got to keep that in mind. Just in the month of August, you have three series with against the New the York Yankees, Yankees. W- yep. which are critical for both teams. And you're gonna have five games against Cleveland. You got a four game series at Cleveland in that one makeup game. Yep. sprinkled in there. So a lot of difficulty coming up. All right. That's it for the Sports Blast, everybody. Thanks for sticking around. We will see you next week. We're out. Peace.